sci-fi. We make video games and talk about video games sometimes. I'm Catherine Fox. And I'm Esteban Fajardo. Yay. We did it. We did the intro. <laughs> okay, so uh, last week we gave ourselves like some work to do. Oh, no. Uh, we, we, we did some of that work. Maybe not as much as we wanted to because uh, a, a little, a little, just a, a little niche video game came out that we've been playing and it kind of distracted us. Um, so that's probably what we're going to be talking about mostly. What was what was our assignments again? Uh, it was uh, version control. Did you set up version control, Fox? That was our assignment like three episodes ago, and no. F minus. I did not set up version control. Um, I, th- I think the biggest assignment I gave myself was to do like an efficiency pass on the code. I didn't do that either. Um, I, what I actually worked on, um, I actually just worked on getting the story started a little bit. Like I wrote just a really little like intro scene um, and put some placeholder character art in there because I always just want to jump to the, the polished stuff anyway. So I don't know. I wanted, I also wanted to review like how to get some of the visual stuff working mm. like for example like if you've ever played phoenix right like you know how the characters mouths move as the dialogue is being typed yeah. like that lip flap i want i want the text to make little bleeps when it when it's typing out yeah. which is another thing i have to have to program in separately so like just doing little things like that and kind of just thinking about trying to figure out the kind of like visual style i guess even though that's like way too early and i shouldn't be doing that yet but that's what I wanted to work on. So, yeah, no, you gotta do what motivates you. Um, about the lip flap, I'm very curious. Like, how are you approaching that? What's that like? There's a way that you can basically in Rampai you can assemble a character that's like multiple different parts. Like you have the base body with like out of face, like with no like a faceless body, and then you can put the eyes on top, and then you can animate those separately, like as separate images in Rempai. What I have right now is just like three images. That's the same character, it's just the mouth looks a little different, and it's cycling between yeah. those three images. So is the image it's replacing the entire character or just the mouth? Well, the way I have it now, it's replacing the entire character every every couple mm-hmm. of frames to make that animation, but. I want to switch it to a system where it's like a it's a composite character. So there's like the blank character body, and then you put like the, like the mouth images on top of that, and yeah. and the eyes. So you can animate those separately and not have to have this big. You, know, you don't have to like export a full character every time you want to make a new frame, right? But yeah, that's just what I was messing with today, and it was it was actually really fun. Um, I had done a lot of this work before, like getting like the lip flap animation and bleeps and stuff but all in like old old projects that i haven't looked at in a long time so i got out my i have my uh, hard drive here which has not only a bunch of uh pirated anime on it but also uh, a lot of old uh, game projects and i had a folder full of these just little unfinished uh, renpai projects where i was just experimenting with like different like story premises and um little like uh, animation techniques like that um, one of them has a screen shake that I need to learn, Whoa. relearn how to do, because that's really useful. And it was actually really funny. Some of them had like, there was there's one called a spooky dormitory, spooky dormitory, that like <laughs> it's re- like, I was like laughing at how funny the writing is, because it's like I can't, don't, I do not remember writing this. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like oh that's the best. It's not like good. Like it's stupid writing, but it's like supposed to be stupid because that's just like my humor, I guess. 
Um, yeah, but you you amused yourself. Like that's that's the best thing you can do. Yeah, no, it was it was it was really funny. It reminded me because the, the one visual novel that I actually completed was Hammerhead High, which is on Ichio, and it's like that yes. kind of writing where sometimes it like it pokes fun, at, like gets metatextual sometimes, and like makes fun of the art and stuff like that. Um, but it's really funny. Like I, I, it, it was just one scene. And it ends with like about to drop the title card, and then the game just ends because I ne- I guess I never thought oh, of a title. No. I never, I never. Oh no! Uh, it was really fun. Maybe I'll send. Maybe I, maybe I'll make a build of it and send it to you. Um, it's so cool though that you're able to go through a bunch of these old projects they've had for years and be uh, building on on them. Really, like you're taking those pieces and you're reusing them and uh, expanding them. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Yeah, I what I've started to do. I made a folder of like useful Renpy scripts um, to like use as like a little library, so I don't have to like search the internet and relearn it every time. So I can just reference like this little local like library that I have. Um, hopefully, that'll be useful in the future. Internet resources change and they're easily lost, so I just want to have like a library of code that I can use uh, myself. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you already do, and you're already making use of it. So yeah. that's like. That's like super cool. That's one of the like regrets that I had when um, when we were in school was with, that I wish I was like working within like a single genre. That way I could be building a library that I could go back to and stuff. Because every project I worked on was so drastically different mm-hmm. that um, I've barely barely been able to like go back through and be able to pull out like oh here's some character movement that I did once. Now I don't have to rewrite it. Yeah. And stuff. I I but, uh, I had a similar thought. Like I was watching some tutorials earlier today. Of people who clearly like all they really do is like rempi stuff like imagine yeah. if we stuck to one kind of game and one engine and we would be so masterful <laughs> at all these different things <sighs> you're just making me think about fire emblem why because fire emblem is a game about students and instructions and lessons and you know one of the main components of that game is you set goals yeah and the every week the students like well their stats will increase towards like those goals and i have never one of the things people often do in fire emblem games is that because there's like permadeath for the characters you quit and revert to earlier saves if things go like horribly awry i did that they have some nice features well i haven't had to do it because (laughs) you can rewind uh time now in this one yeah i botched it uh, three times (laughs) Oh wow. I I have not had to do that in any battles. But I have had to do that for the class instruction lessons and stuff. Really? Where I have undone more than 30 minutes of work going back to earlier saves because I will just be like uh no, I'm doing a bad job. None of my students are like focused towards any concrete goal. I keep flip-flopping what I want them to be doing and they're not going to get good at anything. I need these to be master class swordsmen, master class Pegasus knights. I need to like teach my students in this game so they can be the best they can be. And if I keep telling them to flip-flop their instructions, then they're only going to be mediocre at just like a bunch of stuff. And I need them to be specialized experts at something. And so but do they want to be specialized experts in something? Maybe they, like, I know Annette, for example, is one of those characters who, like, is interested in everything. Like, she she has goals, but she has said to me, like, I want to learn so many things. So, like, okay, so just to be clear, I feel like we maybe skipped the part where we explained that uh, we didn't get as much done this past two weeks because we've been playing Fire Emblem. Um, Fire Emblem has been giving me a lot of entertainment, but also a lot of existential crises. <laughs> existential crises? Why? Yeah, what do you mean? I can't get these students 
to focus on any specializations and build upon their learning in class. And it's just making me feel like, man, when I was a student, I should have focused on something and specialized and got good at it. I could have been a a fortress knight or a dark (laughs) mage, (laughs) but I couldn't focus on my studies. Listen, we've, we've gone through this before. Like, we, I feel like we, we should be over this kind of complex by now because like immediately after college, it took a while to get jobs. It's like, why did I specialize in engineering or something? I feel so useless. Fox, I had a nightmare last night uh, flashing back to game school and going like, oh my God, what if I have a build due and I break it at the very last minute? Oh my God. And you know what I did, Fox? 10 minutes before this call, I was like, I can fix this feature. <laughs> and I broke the build right before we had this call you don't you don't do that you don't, don't do mess it. with the build don't right before you turn it in like this is why you have deadlines like, <laughs> i i think what we also like i also forgot to like tweet pictures that i was working a lot well not tweet like send you pictures that i was working mostly because i wasn't working but also because i forgot <laughs> so we weren't very productive but but we did play a lot of fire emblem yeah we played a lot of fire emblem yeah, and I I was I was peer pressured into buying it because all my friends were playing it, and you said I would like it, and that's always a good sign. So well, I needed to make sure that my life wasn't going to be the only one ruined, and that we both <laughs> had unproductive weeks. So I had to rope oh, you into it. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's that's my motives. It was sneaky. I see. I see. Well, you but know also, what? I'm I'm glad because I actually I'm actually really liking it. It's a lot of fun, but also I'm taking a bunch of notes because in, in the same way that like uh, we had a lot of stuff to talk about with like Persona and stuff, this game takes a lot from like the Persona games to build on um, its social systems and relationship stuff. Is it, is it related to the Persona games at all? It just is taking a lot of uh, gameplay Like design cues. cues? Yeah, yeah. Like the way that the calendar works, the way that conversations work and stuff. Yeah, that's just a similar genre. Yeah, but it's like it's it's been terrifying to look at because uh, it's so rich with systems and so deep with features related to uh to all those relationship things that i'm like oh man i'm trying to make a very like the thing i'm trying to build is like much simpler but in some ways goes about things in some similar ways that like uh the fire emblem game does and so like for example at its most basic the time that you spend with npcs builds the affinity or the bond that you have uh, between those npcs and that can unlock further options and stuff it's a very mm-hmm. simple way that a lot of uh, the, the interactive fiction games have like worked in the past and stuff. That's like the baseline for like how it works. But then Fire Emblem just keeps on going like deeper and deeper with that. Like um, the next level that a lot of other games like hit on is that if uh, you answer correctly to um, spontaneous questions, that can further increase like a bond or something. Um, but then uh, where you place your soldiers on the battlefields during the battle segments. Um, if they're next to each other or fighting alongside each other, yeah. that increases their bond. Um, yeah, there's so many things that contribute to, to character bonds. It's I'm, I'm still learning all of them. Yeah, you can give gifts. You can do tea time. You can oh find God, lost items to figure out who they go to and stuff. like. I just unlocked tea time, and I'm so lit about it. Like <laughs> I'm so, I love it so much. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, and all these systems have like interdependencies too. So like... yeah. Um, for the battle, you need to be instructing them to be doing things, but their instruction 
uh, is dependent on how motivated they are. And their motivation comes from how much like you charm them during activities and stuff. Like if you cook with them, they'll be more motivated to do stuff. Or you give them tea, they'll be motivated to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, or um, like you can answer, They have an, there's an advice box where it gives you like random I'm chances. awful at that advice box. It's it's a little tough. It's like a little RNG thing. Like, oh, oh, you're you're low on some on some motivation. Here's like a little thing. Yeah, to, that you to can make. do. That'll maybe help. And the amazing thing with all those things is that like uh, often it'll be like with the, in the case of the tea time or some random conversations or the advice box, um, a a question or statement will be presented to you from a character. Sometimes you can't tell which character it's from, so you have to figure that out first. And then you have to find the proper reply that that character would personally like. Um, and that's dependent on what you know about their personality. Is this a very religious person or are they a very agnostic person? Is this someone who is all about training and getting stronger or are they more interested in other things? Um, yeah, it's a, really, it's a character-driven game. It's a character-driven game, but I've always like being astounded by like how much... like I, I always realize in these moments it's like, sometimes the characters feel like they have like one note to them like they're very surface level just like this person likes this one thing and they're all about that one thing but then you get to these questions and you realize no mm-hmm. it's more nuanced than that they've got at least two or three things going on and i might only know the one but i'll, I'll get a question about the second or third one and be like oh i don't know you well enough i don't know how to answer this um and that's really like engaging and exciting because mm-hmm. it, it makes you realize like oh i, I need to get to know this person better to yeah. answer these questions it's it's so cool like I was reading up on like the backstories of all my students because in their like summary screen there's a page of like notes and it shows oh. you a little bit of their history and their likes oh. and dislikes and I was like, Oh, here's where that information is. Um, but it's all you can also stumble upon it in like conversations and stuff. I remember I was just thinking about um so sometimes when characters uh, have a bond, they unlock like this little story that appears. Like there's yeah. a there's a social menu, it has like all these little like character cutscenes. Um, and I was just thinking about like, man, that's like, that's a lot of little cutscenes they had to write and organize out. Yeah. There's at least two for every pairing of characters and sometimes four and in some cases five conversations, inter-character stuff. And like, that's a lot. That was just one house I was looking at too. Yeah. Cause you can recruit people from other houses. So they had to do yep. like for, for everybody. It's, oh, man, it's, it's cool. It's scary. <laughs> It's very intimidating. <laughs> so, like, it when, when you start to take in just, like, how much, how many systems there are and just how much writing and how much content there is, like, it's okay that the background art isn't the best. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a priority they, they have. No. There's a lot of, like, parts of the game in terms of, like, how it's constructed from, like, a usability standpoint or a technical standpoint. That doesn't matter because it all falls away in, in, in terms of, like, all that matters is, like, the characters and the um, designed systems of how they relate to each other and how that plays out on the battlefield um, and on the school ground. Um, that's all, like, the important stuff. But, yeah, the art looks wonky. They made some choices that conflict with each other and make it so the scale of things during the battle just looks so bizarre. Like, staircases are as tall as, like, the students are. You like, mean on, on, like, the battle screen? Yeah, on the battle screen. Well, I'm never, well I mean... The... The I don't really pay real... attention to the environment that much because it's, like, it's basically abstracted, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like sometimes when it zooms in, like the perspective, like, I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't know if it doesn't, it really doesn't matter that much. Like, yeah, 
it doesn't matter when you're playing it but it's yeah. it's interesting and i see like where a lot of things might have come from because uh when you do a battle you can have like a an army per character basically of like 20 to 30 like a people about a battalion with them but that means that every tile of the map that they occupy has to be able to fit not just that character but potentially 30 other characters with it so they yeah. shrink everybody down to fit that many people in a single spot on the map and it just makes the perspective look just well, so wait a weird. Minute. They that doesn't happen. The battalion is invisible. Have you pressed the zoom in button during the battle sequences? No. You can play the entire game from like a third person action camera perspective. What? It's unplayable. Okay, this is this is why. Okay. It's unplayable. Like you can't actually <laughs> play the game that way because you need to see the overhead you need to see relationship. All the tiles. For the yeah, space. like yeah, so... you gotta see it. You can zoom out all the way and just see the tiles. Like That's the best way to play it. You can zoom in and you can select a character and run around them, uh, like run around with them across the map with it. It's a wild idea. It's like, wow, that's so cool. But then you do it and you're like, but you can't play the game this way. Why is this feature <laughs> in here? Um, and yeah, it makes me a little bit worried about like where the series might try to take things like in the future if they want to like lean more in that direction. Is that more um, like a Dynasty Warriors kind of? Is that how Dynasty yeah, Warriors works? Well, the Dynasty Warriors developers helped build this one. Um, Did they? I think, yeah, I think they contributed a lot to the 3D development. They're like one of the co-developers oh, uh, on this one. Okay, I've never even played a Dynasty Warrior, but it it seemed pretty similar in like yeah. how the third person stuff works. So yeah, they were they were one of the co-developers, huh. and so it shows up in the 3D. I think a lot. But there's just a lot of weird stuff. This is the first time like that Fire Emblem has gone like full 3D with everything. And there's just so many bizarre choices they make, like the plus and minus buttons on the Switch, which usually open up an options menu, they zoom. zoom in out the camera. Yeah, that like, I've made that so mistake weird. every time. I was like, no, I'm looking for the menu. Like, It is very How, weird. Where do I find the systems menu? Did you know you can change the battle music? You know, I saw that option, but I didn't have any other options to change it to. Well, that's because you got to use some amiibos to get music. Oh my God. I don't... Oh, wait, I have a Sonic amiibo. Well, it needs to be Fire Emblem Amiibo. Wait, why do you have a Sonic it. Amiibo? <laughs> well, someone was getting rid of it, and I was like, it's cute. Cute. It's a good Amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you plug in a Fire Emblem Amiibo, uh, you get some music tracks. But to change the music in the battles, you have to do that right before the battle begins in a menu, uh, the system menu, which looks like the normal system menu, but just has one option added to it at the bottom of the page that you then have to scroll down to to change it. Which, this all sounds like not a big deal, but they use the same battle music every single fight. And so this was like a big deal where it's like, I love this song the first time. I need to change this. How yeah. do I do it? Why is this a 10-step process? Yeah, I'm I'm in my like fourth battle right now. Maybe fourth or fifth. I'm really not that far. But already I'm like, should I turn on some like tunes to like not <laughs> listen to this? Uh, I'm invested enough in all the character stories that like the background art, like the weird uh, female player character art. And like the like, just the okay music doesn't really bother me that much. I'm invested enough in my precious children, and I want to have tea time with all of them, and I want them to grow <laughs> into beautiful individuals who are powerful <laughs> and never die. Um, <laughs> anyway, where we, I got off track. What were we talking about? All of these support conversations. It's got all the character stuff. The way all these systems interact with each other and force you to like balance which things that you're doing at any time. Like you can't just do the tea time because you need 
to like grow the tea, right? You got to do like farming or other activities yeah. to get that. So you have the resource to do that so that then you can have the resources to do other things. Like it's a very linked interconnected system. And it's so scary as like a developer, you know, like I look at that and I'm just like, I'm just trying to do the smallest little snippet of this, but like, dang, what's even the point when this has all that, all that, how do I, how do I even like make anything on that on well you're on you're not field. making an, a fire emblem no you're making like the the focus of fire emblem is battle and anime teen drama right like right. you're going more the route of like investigation intrigue right totally yeah and visually it's very different totally so it's just a, it's a very different experience they just have some similar systems yeah, it's just I, I always like play games looking at for at, at them for like what can I learn from and like adopt from this and stuff. And Fire Emblem is just it's too rich. It's too rich mm -hmm. of a buffet where it's just like, oh, how could I figure out a way to do uh, inner character conversations like this has? And it's like, no, I can't even touch that. There's too much going on. I mean, it's too powerful. You could like you have a system where characters are in different locations at different times, right? Correct. Is that all random? Like you have no control over where they go? Yeah, currently it's random. I'd like it to uh, to be more controlled or motivated in some way by by some bigger system, but I have no idea what that would even be. Well, if you ever find out what that is, you could have something track how often characters are in the same room together. Like yeah. each character remembers like how many times they've been in the same room with another character, and that yeah. could be a measure of like how close those characters are getting, just like by circumstance, like. Yeah, that's uh that's one of the things I programmed um this oh, really? week actually. Yeah. Before I broke the build. Um <laughs> <laughs> twice in a row combo. Oh, so, I mean, you already have like an affinity system for NPCs with other NPCs. Yeah, right? but there's very little that results from the NPCs knowing each other right now. Like I don't mm -hmm. really know how to manifest that anywhere. Um and it's scary cuz it's just like stuff like Persona and Fire Emblem, right? So many conversations to get any of that inter like personal stuff and it's just like you need a giant team to like pull any of that stuff off and so what's the way to do something very small scale to um, capture capture that because one of the things like i think the reason that we're talking about fire emblem so much despite any of the weaknesses we have with it um in terms of its like technical art or anything is just that we can't stop thinking about it and i want to figure out why that is like what is it about a game that makes it so grabby that i just like stop playing it and then i'm like still thinking about it so much well because it requires so much of so much time to like plan what you're going to do mm -hmm. like i had it makes you set up all these like short-term goals and long-term goals like oh, i'm gonna go garden to make tea so i can have tea time and so i can up this person's motivation so i can keep training them in the lance so they can get closer to becoming a, a caval cavalier i don't know lance knight whatever um it, it puts your brain in a place where you're constantly making plans and i don't think that stops just because the game stops because you have a plan for going back to the game mm. right yeah i mean there's always a concept uh in game design of having immediate goals short-term goals, long-term goals, and that sort of stuff, and making uh -huh. sure that the player is always um, has one has something to think about on all of those levels. Like, what do I have to do in the next second? Um, and that's definitely in Fire Emblem when you're like, do I attack over here or do I attack over there? And then yeah. the mi midterm goals, which are like, 
leveling up and stuff and the long-term goals of like getting into stronger classes or figuring out the larger mystery mysteries that exist in the game okay so yeah maybe that's just what makes it so so consuming of my brain you know yeah there's just so so many different systems working together that you're just wrapping your head all around all of it and trying to figure out the best way to utilize all of it well that's been our fire emblem review and analysis (laughs) we got anything else to talk about uh, have you? When's the last time you looked at the Fire Emblem art on the Switch? Like the little thumbnail, the yellow guy is upside down. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like hanging out. <laughs> like the other two, like the two other house leaders, uh, blue and red people, they're just like they have these cool poses, and the yellow guy is just like poking his head out from the top of the screen, just like hey, <laughs> sleeping <laughs> like, like Batman, just hanging. Yeah, out. like what? <laughs> what is he doing? Like it's the funniest thing. I noticed it the other day. Uh, and uh, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> I got a kick out of it. You just yeah. like were looking at it a little bit closer and just like, what's going on here? Just wait a minute. I mean, it makes sense for that character, I think. Um, he's a bit of a monkey, yeah? He's a goofball. Well, yeah. he's, I don't know. I think all these characters have some darker thing beneath, but like... I can tell you, I'm in I'm in Black Eagles right now. Oh, there's God. a lot of There's a lot of dark stuff going on with those yeah. fellas. Yeah. I'm in, One I'm of my in students Blue is going to try to... Are any of your students like actively plotting to kill you? Uh, not that I've been able to tell. Maybe that's just a Black Eagles thing. I have discovered a a bitter a bitter relationship between Dimitri and Felix. Uh, Felix does not like Dimitri. I guess they used to be friends, but man, he's so mad at Dimitri for something. Like apparently, Dimitri's like he might be evil, but like he seems like such a sweet boy. He just wants everything to be peaceful, but. I don't know. Felix said some shit. And now I'm like, what happened in the past, Dimitri? Whoa. My biggest quarrel is that I have two characters in my house who I think should not like one of them is the most like like knightly noble. He all be- he's just all about like that chivalry and stuff and believes. Oh, himself, the guy with the like, rose? Uh no, 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 no. He he's got like orange hair and Oh, um, oh, Ferdinand. Yeah, Ferdinand is just like it is the role of of a noble to be like a princely knight and uh, take care of the weak and like he's all this chivalrous. stuff. He's very well. He he believes himself to be chivalrous, but he's absolutely just like trash on the battlefield. Like <laughs> he 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 thinks extremely highly of himself without like always being able to 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 back it up. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he believes that, yeah, because he has noble blood, like, it's not that he has, like, the right to things, but he has, like, the responsibilities and stuff. And so he's, he's very... He's a little entitled, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's very entitled. And then another character, Dorothea, is a commoner who worked her way up uh, to, to to have some fame as an opera singer. And she hates nobles, and she hates the aristocracy um, with a very... Uh, with, like, a sense of humor about it. Like, she'll be very snippy and, like, sarcastic to, like, get her, like, mm-hmm. cuts in without um, directly, like, having a fight or anything. Yeah. And these two characters constantly just, like, snipping at each other in a way that the game is doing a very, like, that tropey romance where, like, these yeah, two will never mix. Other, they hate but... each other. But <laughs> it's... You can just feel the chemistry burning underneath. <laughs> You're right. Just keep them together, and you know yeah. that the, this their sparks will turn to a fiery romance. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't like this trope. Stop but, it. <laughs> but, what, but what if that heals the rift between nobles and uh, opera singers? I'm not sure I want this rift healed. Not in this way. <laughs> and so I'm trying to get these two 
these two teens to not date each other and the game oh, is gosh. very insistent on like well in combat it makes a lot of sense for them to be staying next to each other because their uh their their stats buff each other like in a particular way and like yeah. well they both need to be studying how to use horses so you should just send them out to like do this to them I'm like no i don't want their bonds to continue increasing <laughs> i don't i don't agree with this this pairing do you think this is what it's like to be a professor yes <laughs> and a parent and just like it's 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 driving me nutty this game's good good video game yeah this is a good video game i'm enjoying it a lot love um, playing it love talking about it with other people because everyone's got different houses so they all have different like stories to tell each yeah. other about it it's like it's real good it's real good you were saying that you couldn't recruit to do oh yeah it's because i'm playing as the the lady bliss um who's the name of the main character and he is the chivalrous knight kind of noble who is like, it would be improper for me to talk to a lady because I'm... <laughs> really? Because a dude he hasn't, just can't he hasn't talk said that, to the lady. Because I'm also Lady Blith, Blith. But he's in your house, isn't he? He's in my house. Yeah. So he's fine to talk to me. He's just a little like, he's just really quiet. Mm. But I have discovered that he's one of the cool people. He's a cool guy. He likes to cook and garden. Nice. But and he's like sad Tell me about more. something. I gotta take the notes so I can succeed on my next uh, yeah, tea time with him. Yeah, he's um, from a place that no longer exists because I guess there was a big massacre or something, and oh no, people hate him for it. So like, people are kind of racist about him. But oh He's no. also Dimitri's like best friend or vassal. Vassal? What's a vassal? Mm. Um, not the same as a best friend. That's for sure. I mean, Dimitri talks about him like. They're close friends. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Dimitri's kind of a naive sweet boy. Or maybe he's a monster? I don't know. No spoilers, please. <laughs> I'm so... Yeah. I <laughs> Clearly, I'm, we like Fire Emblem a lot. I'm trying to figure out something with one of my students, Petra, who is also from a distant land. Oh, she's cool. She's very cool. She's like Starfire from Teen Titans. And just <gasps> that, like... Maybe that's why I like her that's, so much. That's why people like her. Except that, like, someone offhandedly just, like, mentioned that she wasn't, like... She didn't come to the to the monastery to study at like by choice of will that actually she was taken a hostage oh, and like shoot. brought here to prevent like a war or something. And I was just like, wait, why is everybody so chill about this? Did I understand that right? Like that's dark. <laughs> that's she's... politics. <laughs> and she's like, uh, Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm like, no. Well, you, you were kidnapped? <laughs> she I get yeah, I I've heard that she's like basically a princess from some faraway land. And I actually, I, I like how she doesn't speak with correct grammar because it's like her second language. Like, yeah. she seems really cool. I want to recruit her, but my I don't have good enough stats. Good character. She doesn't, she All doesn't think are, I'm cool enough yet. All of them are good, good characters. Yeah. We got to talk about something else. So I'm probably going to keep doing the art stuff on my project. Just like kind of making it look nice. Because I'm... Ooh. Because I have a, I have a specific idea of what I of the kind of visual style I want to go for, but I'm not really sure why. Like usually when I'm when I'm making these things, it's like a full screen 1080p game, but I I'm thinking I might want to try making it like, uh, you know how sometimes you play like indie games and they're like windowed and they're just like these yeah. little square things and they're yeah. like pixely and it's like like this Small mini games. game on your desktop. Like I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I might want to try something like that. Do it. It takes the pressure off of feeling like you have to fill a, a 4K screen. <laughs> yeah. With stuff. Yeah. So maybe yeah, I'll, I'll I think I'm gonna mess with the visual style a little bit. 
Um, but I'm, I'm also like playing around with some like code library stuff and just trying to get things in order. I've been thinking a lot about like the story and I have like, I have a lot figured out in terms of, so basically what I've determined with the story is that um, you are not actually a character, you're an AI. Um, and you're like the AI assistant to the main character, I guess. Um, cause basically there's like one character that I was interested in writing about. Um, and I was like trying, I was going back and forth trying to determine like, should they be the player character? Uh, I don't think so because there's like secrets that I don't want to tell yeah. the player until later, um, about her. So I thought this would be the most interesting way. And then like, after that, after I decided that, I was like, oh, but then like, like other things started to fall into place. Like I, I thought of some like cool, like themes to play with um, narratively. That's, so that's a good, that's a good approach. I think there's some like GC talks or other writing about um, how, uh, how games are, can be well suited or there's a lot of techniques for making the player in the game, the secondary character as opposed to the primary character. Mm-hmm. Um and cool stuff that you can do with that, um, which it's makes me think. It's definitely more interesting. Yeah, so. yeah. I, it also makes me think of uh, like um, another game that came out this week that I haven't had a chance to play, but really, really want to mess around with is Elsinore. I think is what it's called. Um, oh, have you heard I don't of this? Know if I don't think I have. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, uh, it is a reimagining of Hamlet um, as a video game where you're playing as Ophelia. Oh. And um, it's sort of like the, the creation of it was motivated by like Hamlet's great, but Ophelia doesn't have much to do. That's like pretty commonly she, like. Doesn't she like go crazy at some point? Yeah, for like very little reason. And like she, yeah. she's a cool character who had a lot of potential and then like just sort of like deus ex machina is out of the, out of the play. And so the, the game is about like, okay, let's, let's imagine if you're in Hamlet and you're playing as her and like you could do anything. Like what do you do? Do you aid in this uh, silly tragic story or are you going to try and stop it or are you going to do other stuff or are you going to try to get with some of the other characters are you going to do these other things like it's really cool um and i i've really wanted to play it i feel like i've seen the gdc talk about this like a while yeah. ago before it came out yeah yeah um that's how i heard about it but it just made me think it was just like yeah sometimes it's interesting to take a game and be like okay you're playing as the secondary character and mm-hmm. what does having agency in that sort of like mean where where you can still write the other characters as a more controlled known quantity um, on the developer side. And it's it's cool to like revisit an old story like that from a different perspective. Yeah, and get to play in a world that people, even if you haven't read Hamlet, you're familiar with the story of Hamlet mm-hmm. just because it's uh, been retold in so many other formats. Yeah, Lion King. Yeah, Lion King. But yeah, I mean, that's why Wicked was so popular, right? Like it's just, it's the same story just from a completely different perspective so it's an entirely different story actually yeah so it sounds like you've got a really cool direction that you're gonna go in for the next week cool stuff that you can work on i think i'm going to be building up content too in some regards like i need to like i've got a blank spreadsheet in front of me and i need to fill it up with stuff so that it can actually show up in the game because i can like build the systems but right now all it does is say temp person name (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's been like that for a while yep so I need to write some stuff, and I'm terrified, and I hate it, and I don't want to do it. But um, but the game can't exist without it, so whoop. Well, do what you got to do, I guess. Do what I got to do. All right. Uh, yeah. I hope you have a good week. Yeah. Fox and anybody I hope I hope you have a good week as well. Um, uh, I hope you're able to recruit to do 
and all the children, all your children never die. <laughs> and you and you have victories. <laughs> Fire emblem is good. Okay, is it better as a realistic goal? Is it better to say my goal is to stop playing Fire Emblem and work on some stuff? Or is it better to say my goal is to finish Fire Emblem as fast as possible so that I can work um, on stuff? So part of the reason why I haven't been stressing so much about rewinding uh, because of teaching people wrong is because I'm assuming that it's a very, very long game, like play, like like Persona 5 kind of long where it never ends. Uh-huh. I've, never, I've never played a Fire Emblem, so I could be wrong. Um, I would suggest like rather than just like cold turkey cutting it off, like maybe limit your time with it every day or only limit it to some day like Tuesdays only or something like that mm, or like discipline. Fridays only or only after you've done some work on that game as like a reward, right? Uh, that um, sounds like a good idea. That's what I would suggest. All right, discipline. Let's see if it works. Yeah, and you okay, and we have to actually send each other pictures of work time this week. Because we didn't do that so much. Okay, we'll do it. All right. If I don't see a work picture, I'm going to be sending you a message like, what's up? Are you <laughs> playing Fire Emblem? Are you actually busy? What's your plan? What's going on? Okay. Yep. And I'll try to similarly bug you. We'll see. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. All right. All right. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Farewell. For now or forever. Forever. No. We'll see you all we'll see y'all soon. Goodbye. so much for listening to the free wi-fi podcast our theme song is free wi-fi by clover and sea life you can follow us at free wi-fi podcast on twitter thanks so much for joining us today and we'll see you in the next one